0: And it goes a little something yeah. like... Come on, I need some of rice very quick. Don't come out here asking me about advice. Because I still think punching a bitch in the face is the right answer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Almost Cool... Thank you guys for your love and support for our, you know, we haven't released a couple of in a few, in a few minutes, uh, Martin and Hooter have been going through their mental breakdown, but your favorite show is back better than ever, new and improved. <laughs> we got to have them every now and then, but, um, I'm your, I'm your co-host, uh, Martin and that's my co-host, Mr. H. Hooter. Over there, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> J
1: hooter J-Hooter is what I
0: meant to say. <laughs> I'm dude, a little
1: rusty, man. <laughs> dude, bro, when I worked in the plants, starting off already, <laughs> when I worked in the plants... Let's do it. Yeah, like, fucking, like, we all had nicknames, but we also had, like, uh name tags, like, like little printed labels on all of our hard hats, and mm. mine was J-Hooter, right, and... <laughs> My foreman, he would always call, he's like some redneck honky tonk good old boy motherfucker. And he just come yeah. in, <laughs> he'd come in, it's like, well, 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 if it isn't Mr. Jordan J. Hooter, how are we doing?
0: Yeah, do you ever correct it? Like, oh, all right, well, yeah, uh, no, nah, just let it ride, just let it ride anyway. Dude, you gotta let <laughs> things like that ride. I, if people mess up my name all the time, uh, because I, I go by Nathan and Martin. So Nathaniel I'm like, Daniel, I don't care boy. Nathaniel Daniel, baby, <laughs> Nathan- I got three first names you can call me, let's <laughs> pick, pick whatever one you want, I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Nathaniel Daniel, oh Lord, but yeah, it's good to be back, man, I've uh, missed it, it's been a, oh Lord, it's been a shisty time for, for both of us, and you know what, smooth sailing ahead, brother, we're on our way, it's gonna be we're great. We're on our way, <laughs> yeah,
0: you guys can't get rid of us, it's not gonna be that easy, let me tell you that. Uh, been yeah. holding Jordan accountable for let's get this show back on the road and to sure. the right track. And uh, speaking of.
1: Dramatic oh. pause. Oh, oh. oh. what's oh. our topic today, man? What, <laughs> Dude, what are we talking, talking about? We're going CPA over here, man. We're talking accountability, brother. <laughs> <laughs> accountability? Holding ourselves
0: accountable, holding you, holding your friends, holding your family, anyone in your life accountable. We're talking about all that jazz today, and I think I think it's kind of funny with this topic because it was it was hard because I to me accountability is something that feels instinctual. Like, oh yeah, hold your friends accountable. It's something really easy to do. But when I started looking at different scenarios and how other people have helped me, I'm like, oh, they fell short of holding me accountable. They kind of mm-hmm. my my people pleasing comes into play when I, when i talk about accountability because i want to make people feel good and i want to make the situation calm down and like bring it to level but then right. the accountability part feels like an attack i'm like oh, i'm not trying to hurt you man i just need to i need you to hear the things so we don't fucking butt heads anymore yeah. you know so or not butt heads anymore but you know, like let's 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 point this out. Let me give you a scenario. Let me get this is the best way I can describe it. <laughs> Hit me with it. What you got? All right. Let's say I'm I'm going. I'm in this relationship. I fucked up somehow. Romantic relationship. Fucked up somehow. And I'm coming to you to talk about it. And there's a point in the say like there's a point in accountability where you got to state to the person, Hey, man, I think you fucked up. I don't think that that's a good thing to do. And then. I would respond my instinct is to like oh ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho hold up buddy like i i we're just chilling i'm just telling you my problems you don't need to come at me like this i already feel bad you don't yeah. need to make me feel bad again but i don't i don't believe when people hold you accountable for your actions that they're doing you a disservice i don't think that at all i think <laughs> they if someone's pointing out that you fucked up it's probably cuz you fucked up they're just stating the fact like, <laughs> Like You know what was funny to me, like last thing on this, <laughs> subject, not subject, <laughs> specific point, was I had said I fucked up to myself, and I had said this to somebody before when I was talking to them, and they just regurgitated that at me, and I was like, whoa, whoa, buddy, <laughs> they were like, you said it, why are you getting mad, I said you fucked up, and just five minutes before, you said you did too, so why am I... Why are you getting mad at me? And I was like, ah, you're right. I felt attacked. I'm sorry. I need to put on the brakes. But also, don't come at me, dude. I'll throw hands. <laughs>
1: I'm going to hold you accountable to this bloody lip. You don't shut up, boy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I I I hear what you're saying. So I think that um, oh, I'm hitting with the ums. It's been a minute. I think that Great. being a person to hold someone accountable is a sign of truly caring about somebody because I, myself, and especially in recent years, have been trimming down the fat of the friend group and the people that I keep around myself, and I don't want a bunch of yes-men or I don't want a bunch of people to gas me up for the stupidest reasons just because I think it would be fun, you know? Agreed. Taking advantage of, of my... <laughs> Of me and my choices for their enjoyment, I think, is pretty (laughs) fucked up. Um, No, I think there's a line. I don't think you should... I don't think you should hammer home every five seconds. Shouldn't jackhammer it into somebody that they're being a shithead. Because then it becomes a nagging just... Yeah, man. I get it. I hear you. It's like they... Good on you for letting me know I'm being stupid, but don't keep telling me I'm being stupid. Like give me a chance to to not be stupid for a second, you know? Yes,
0: sir. (laughs) Yeah, let me rebound for a minute. Like you don't you don't need to throw it in my face every chance you get. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I, I think that happens mostly when you have a conflict with a friend of yours and it involves that friend and you're talking with that friend that you have a conflict with, and they just you know, you mess up with friendships all the time, mm-hmm. but any any more, like you, let's say you mess up and then you mess up again, they, that's when they throw it back in your face. Well, dude, you're not showing any progress. I told you this a couple months ago or weeks ago and you're still fucking up and you're doing this and you're like, well, this is a total different issue that we haven't discussed and or went through together yet. So right. it's a new problem. It's a new, let's face it as a new issue. You can't. Everyone, we're all humans. We're all going to fuck up all the time. So don't, don't, don't come at me as like, I guess there is a line, like you were saying, if you mess up a lot and you're not doing anything about it, but I think a lot of these conflicts, and especially holding people accountable, it's holding people accountable for the, the mistake that they made so they won't do it again. A lot of these mistakes, especially in our youth, are the first time we're making these mistakes and mm-hmm. or we just haven't grasped, like a, a how to under, communicate well yeah. yet or, or understand enough of the problem yet to actually go through it and resolve it. And so I, I think it's more of a naive situation if you keep messing up. And because I don't, in this case, I don't believe people are malicious in friendships. Like a lot of the people that hurt me the most have been the people I love the most. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they like really put it in terms where they were deliberately trying to hurt me. You know, I think it's just things get caught up in the moment and you fuck up and it ends up fucking over someone who you love dearly. And it's not, but it's not like my intention wasn't, Oh, I'm going to mess up this person's life. And I know I'm aware of that when I'm going to be doing this. You know, if if you are that way, you probably need to reevaluate the way you treat people. And that, that comes in a different conversation about respect. But I think, I don't know. I, you know, I have a, I have a funny or a a cool social experiment. Um, because I think uh, what I believe in accountability is you have to be able to think critically when you're Mm -hmm. holding someone accountable because you can listen to a problem. You have to process the problem and, sometimes offer advice on how to it to not happen again and for if you never experienced that problem and or if someone just has this repeated problem you're gonna have to think critically on ways to specifically handle it right. and i i thought i had great critical thinking skills just like everyone else but i realized lately that i don't think critically enough like i, I get to a level like a baseline level and then i flatten out and i can't Critically think any deeper. And what I mean by that is, I've had an issue that I've, over the past couple of months, it's been reoccurring, and I'm trying to think about it religiously and trying to find the root to that problem. Mm -hmm. And I brought it to a a close friend of mine, and they said, Well, hey, let me, I know a good way to try to help you think critically. Let's just do this experiment. So I told him my problem. And I'm gonna make up a problem because I'm still kind of dealing with this one, so I, I kind of wanna don't want to share it quite yet, but right. um I'm gonna relate it to a problem that is kind of just a cliche problem in a in a romantic relationship to kind of help make it relatable. But let's say I have a problem with the way my girlfriend is expressing herself on social media and He said, okay, the first thing is, why do you have a problem with that? And this is a hypothetical, so my reasons are just going to be what I try to think about it as I am explaining it. But I would say, oh, well, she's expressing in herself in a way that I feel like is disrespectful to our relationship. And -hmm. then all he did was, well, why do you think it's disrespectful to your relationship? Then I responded, well, I think it's disrespectful to my relationship because I – believe that there is a s- sort of respect that you hold on how you present yourself if you are in a committed relationship and I don't I just don't believe that that you can do that. And he was like, Well why don't you believe that? And then I kind of flattened out. I kinda of was like, I don't really know. And he was like, Well you just haven't asked yourself why enough. And s- and then it clicked into my head, I was you're re- you're right. Absolutely right. I haven't thought deep enough about this i haven't to take a problem that you're having and keep asking yourself why like that was the experiment that's all it was why 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 and you'll get to you'll eventually somewhat get way deeper than you're thinking and like kind of acknowledge the actual root of this problem and what i would believe in this problem is the root baseline is i'm insecure in my relationship that and i have abandonment issues that would be the root of a problem my root of the problem is not, oh, it's disrespectful to my relationship. Yeah. You have to, why do you believe it's disrespectful to your relationship? You have to, like, go down the line. I just never asked myself why enough. And I think I thought I had a basis on what critical thinking was to me and what it was to others. And then it kind of blew my mind. I was like, wow.
1: Dude, that's been my, like, that exact thing, oh, God, has been how I've lived my life pretty much. Because my grandpa, he taught me. He taught me that when I was, like, seven years old. He's like, whoa, you know, uh, River? My grandpa called me River. He had nicknames for all of us as kids. Uh, <laughs> River. Uh, just ask him why. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, that's not what I said, boy. <laughs> well, why, Grandpa? Exactly. You're getting to know, like, little bits of what people believe and what you believe. Ask yourself why. you ever getting those, in my moments of deep diving my own psyche you know it's okay why am I feeling weird today why am I feeling depressed today why am I feeling out of the box today and slowly but surely digging up the goods on (laughs) on my brain dude just because (laughs) I don't know it's a it's a hyper focus it's like It's like putting a magnifying glass on specific parts until you finally set the ant on fire and figure out what is happening to yourself. Now, I've always used that as my way. If I meet someone in a bar, for example, that, you know, we're hitting it off. We're having a cool conversation. Like last night, for example, um, I went to go watch the football game. And some guy was sitting next to me at the bar. And then me and him just got, got to chatting. And I think i asked him why did you like why questions the entirety of the conversation (laughs) one because i'm uncomfortable talking Mm. here we are two (laughs) two it's like it it lets me keep them engaged by letting them talk about themselves a lot i'm also a very observant person so i'm just kind of like Piecing together little things about them, Mm -hmm. so I can figure out if I like them really or not. Um, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's happened twice. I'll give you two examples, actually. Um, But two, it it lets me hear if you actually mean what you're saying and you're actually on your shit, or else versus if you're just repeating what other people say. You know, now it's it's not saying like. Oh, we got into this ridiculously deep conversation about life and the, you know, the meaning of it. No, it's like we're just talking about football, but and talking about random sports. Now I don't know if this guy, you know, is a fan really, or if he just likes Tom Brady. That's what he told me. But like you, I know if I
0: he probably is going to grow up to kiss his kids.
1: That's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, I can. Uh, just talking to this guy, I can tell if he's a fan of the game or not, or if he's just, you know, faking it till he makes it with some guy at the party past time. Which you know what I respect absolutely. that too. Now there was this other guy I remember watching a hockey game with, and this is the year that the Las Vegas Golden Knights I'm sorry for going on this. But no, like go for it, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> uh this is the year that the Vegas Golden Knights, like their first year in the league. And yep. we're like a month into the season and I'm talking to some guys wearing a Knights jersey. At the bar, and I was like, "Oh, so you're, you know, like you're from Vegas? Are you a fan of the Knights?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I grew up I grew up watching these guys." I'm like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> like, <laughs> just letting this guy feed himself bullshit the entire time. I was like, "Dude, they just got into the league this year. Like, what do you mean?" Um, but to bring it back on track, um, not only is that a great way and Honestly, I don't even think it's an experiment. I think it's a a proven method (laughs) of getting Mm -hmm. to know yourself and others. Not only is it a good way to figure out if someone is keeping themselves in check. Because, you know, if you ask enough questions, people will tell you more and more about themselves, even if they don't mean to. And so you can see Mm -hmm. if someone's being a shithead just because it's fun or because they don't know, you know? I like what you said earlier about being naive and how young i used to be and oh, good lord just it's like you're going in blind you're doing a blind run of life for the first couple of years and you don't know what these mistakes are especially if the way i grew up i won't, won't say i was sheltered but i was definitely like kept away from a lot of the yeah. world right and so mm. i'm just kind of bumbling around tripping over my feet don't know what's going on being a dickhead because that's what i thought was fine not fine. I remember I didn't know it was wrong to make fun of handicapped people because my until I was like 14 years old because my <laughs> uncle's shit. handicapped and we all grew up making fun of him <laughs> because that's what he wanted.
0: <laughs> what oh he wanted. gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But that's, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, your
0: bubble doesn't extrapolate to the world. <laughs> Shout out Uncle Larry. But like. <laughs>
1: I didn't know that um, was wrong. I didn't know it was you wrong. You had no idea. No clue. No clue. Just yeah. kick jokes. But it's also a good way to get to your own things. Like you were saying, Like you never think about these questions deep, deep, deep until you actually put the effort in to figure it out and asking yourself why. It's a good way of separating, sifting through the nonsense of your brain. Agreed. Because we also put a lot of excuses in that scenario you were talking about. It's like, oh yeah, well I think this is disrespectful to our relationship. That's like mm-hmm. subtly blaming the other person for your insecurities, and yep. which is a whole nother problem. Once you realize that, it's like, god damn, that's unfair. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not right. Now everyone else, you know, not everybody has the same moral compass, and some people will live on, that, they'll die on that hill. Of, like, yeah, it's your fault. I'm like this, blah, 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 blah. Nothing's ever my fault. Which, one, I hope you get better. Two, I don't want to be around you while you're like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's, it's, no, it's, it's just basic cause and effect. I feel like we, you do something and. You don't think about it. You're naive. You're going through life. You you do something that ends up hurting someone else or you don't consider all the factors of how it's going to affect people. And then you reap negative consequences because you're unaware of why you're doing the things that you're doing. And it's like you're neglecting the cause and you're only focused on the effects of your actions. And when you, right. I feel like you hyper-focus on, okay, well, I did this thing. And this thing is, let's say I talked bad behind your back. Just something real simple. I talked bad behind your back. You come to me and you're saying, dude, that wasn't cool. I think that, you you know, in our relationship, you could have came to talk to me first. You know, if if you're having this issue, we could have got to the bottom. It didn't have to be spread around. You didn't have to be fed this nonsense of other people's thoughts and opinions on something that doesn't involve them. And I think and then the way i you know people would respond was well you know i was just talking to a friend and they're focused on because you're upset that's the effect they're you're and they're focused on you being upset and they then their all their excuses all of their reasoning all of their their things that they're going to back up their story are involving why you're upset mm-hmm. and you know, or like how to fix why you're upset or being upset, instead of oh well, let me just focus on the thing that I did and why I did that, so I don't have these consequences anymore. And so, I like I, got, and that's exactly what I was doing in that social experiment was, I have a problem, and I'm trying to justify it with reasonings or with reasons and and trying to, you know collaborate all these thoughts and opinions that I have to things that I actually believe, but really I'm just, I'm just focusing on like the things that are happening after the fact of this action that I have completed or done. Yeah. And I don't, maybe I'm talking in circles, but, um, I, I never understood why the, why I was doing things. I focused on what was happening afterwards and the consequences that happen. And that good could be good or bad. So, If you're, but most of the time in these scenarios, I have fucked up and I'm trying to regain, my you know self preservation comes in. I'm trying to make sure people don't believe that I'm a bad guy. I'm going to try to do all like you know do all the things that to kind of help that person. But then I if, you know it took that one person being like, well have you asked yourself why enough like why you got to that problem and. To relate it back to the issue that we had um, about the social media thing, you know, I was like, can we revisit that? And I was like, can I, let me, like, now that I've done it, can I try to, like, stump you yourself on the person who's running this experiment? And they're like, yeah. And so we kind of went through it a couple of times. And the more and more we talked about it, my, my ultimate goal was I have to be okay with it because it's her body, her choice – It's, she has the right to do anything that that person wants to do on social Mm -hmm. media, in life, whatever. And he kind of said, well, that's a good thing to recognize, but also, why do you think that they should express themselves even though they have the right to? And then that, that was like my stump. I thought I got to a baseline, oh, they're practicing a right, I'm not going to take that right away. Yeah. Uh, but they're saying they're expressing a right. Everyone has the ability to express that right, but no one asks why you're expressing it. Why Why do they feel like – why do you believe that they feel like they should express their right? And, I, and then again, I was stumped again. I was like, oh, fuck, I thought I had you, and I thought that was the end, and it ended up going way deeper. And it was – like I said, the root cause of that was insecurities on my own self, and I didn't want – I wanted to deviate people's attention of that person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and because I didn't want them showing off in their that way. Like I said, it's hypothetical, but I, it just really—I really believed till today. I was critically thinking about my problems, <laughs> and it's funny you were like your grandpa taught you that at seven, and I'm learning that at almost 27. Um, it's and it's it's this naive thing. That I have fallen into where I'm trying to help people and I'm trying to help myself and I'm trying to hold myself accountable, but I've been focusing on, okay, well, if I did this, this happened and now I need to do this and I can't let those things happen anymore. And it's like, no, just change what you're doing, change the behavior, change the, the root cause of that, figure out what that issue is and boom, you're, you know, you You're self-aware of that issue. And (laughs) just because you're self-aware doesn't mean you're going to do anything about it, which that's – That's I guess I really – I want to move into that because I am self-aware of a lot of issues I have, and Mm -hmm. I still to this day struggle to believe that I should do something about it. A, because I'm stubborn and I'm hot-headed, and when I get angry with myself a lot and then I just kind of – well, it's not really that big of an issue – and I trick myself not to believe that it is oh, or it's just going to go false away senses of
1: securities <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. And I'm the false sense of security leads me to believing that I'm a good person. And in the root of that is. I do believe that, but now I'm, I'm starting to people are starting to showing me that I can be a better person and when you're when you're in this situation where you're talking about feelings and you're talking about the way you're behaving and what you're doing to other people and you're so self-aware of the consequences that are happening of that there's something in me that looks at my problems in contempt where i'm mm-hmm. i'm looking like this problem is beneath me like i i'm self-aware of it i have a grasp on what i'm doing but why am i doing that I, if it's beneath me First of all, no no problem is too small. I want to state that. Yeah. But if I'm looking at these things in contempt before I even – just because I'm self-aware of them, being in contempt does not help me solve or resolve that issue. It just prolongs it, and it probably makes it worse because anytime that pro- problem is happening in my life again and again and again – I look at that problem like well, it, 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 I shed the blame. I, shed, I go to the, oh, well, that, it shouldn't make you that upset. It shouldn't do this to you. It shouldn't make you feel a certain way. And if it's happening multiple multiple times with people saying the same thing to you, I have got to address that problem. Yeah. I've got to hold myself accountable and saying being self-aware is not enough. You have got to do some homework and do some research, man. <laughs>
1: weird scenario. And, weird question. Not weird, but, you know, juicy. Um, do you think that, oh, let me try and word this right, outside forces, when we blame, so let's, let's, let's talk, like, not political, but let's dive into, like, the socio-economical bullshit, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all bullshit. Um <laughs> <laughs> When both parties are in the wrong, so let's say I have issues with myself. I'm trying to think. Um, I blame everything on other people, all right? mm-hmm. That's my problem. blame everything on other people, and I view the government as something that exploits people, so I blame them for <laughs> I put all of my blame into them. Mm-hmm. Where we're both in the wrong, yet just to get myself some sort of, yeah, you're right. Just to get myself in the right in my own brain somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's right. (laughs) I don't think that's right. I don't think two wrongs make a right. I don't think just because one person or one entity is more corrupt than the other means that something's good. That the other one's good. I think we got two corrupt entities on our hands. We need to. You, this out. Yeah, you just added one. You didn't. You just it didn't
0: added, equal out. It didn't cancel.
1: It didn't cancel. Um, that's not really a, a topic, but that's just a just a quick little thought. Um, no,
0: that's great. It's like two friends that fucked each other over in a situation. They both did wrongs to the yeah. friend that they're. And it's like they look at each other, well, you did that. And the other person's well, you did that. You did that. And it's like, well, that is that cancel out? No, now you got two problems. Right. You two just, problems, man. You have to now you just added one you have to deal with. Oh
1: <laughs> Lord. I find myself coming at um coming to a crossroads um where if I'm saying I'm the person I am and saying that I hold my friends accountable. I feel like I'm about to have to have a really difficult conversation with somebody here in the next few weeks. I can feel it coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's purely out of love, but I can't lie, it's partially out of frustration. Um just because I it's like, oh man, you know, the the little the little things I've done to try and help, you know, they don't seem to stick and mm-hmm. I've been at this crossroads before and now I don't talk to that person. <laughs> you know, now I th- I yeah, yeah, now it's just over. Anymore. It makes me really nervous. It makes me really nervous. I think there's a certain courage in, in keeping not only yourself accountable, but I think there's a bit more courage in keeping the people you deem as close accountable as well. I mean, naturally, you don't want your friends to fail, mm-hmm. or you don't want them to see, see more than you anyway. Um, yeah. Which is all another... <laughs> But. It's always really scary. It's always really terrifying because you never know what they're going to say or how they're going to react. But sometimes it's even more scary when you know what they're going to say and you know how they're going to react, but you still have to mm. do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It's like it, it gives that feeling that you're going to have to punish a kid and you know yeah. kids don't like being punished. Exactly. And it's like they're going to yell and scream and you know it. But, I mean, you, did, you said something, I mean, that I want to touch on, that you were a little frustrated. Or, you you know, you're doing it out of love, but you are frustrated. I mm-hmm. think accountability, to hold friends and people close to you accountable, you need that frustration. It may feel like that's not, it shouldn't be the root. The root should be, I love this person so much. I hate to see them fail like this. And I hate that they're hurting people that are close to them. And especially if you're the one that they hurt. Because if it's someone that's really dear to you, there you need to practice that righteous anger because mm-hmm. you getting angry and showing that you're angry about that that's right like it's not you it almost motivates you to do it to want to hold them accountable even though that you know they might not take it well and like the like the root is love and for other people i believe that that's so easy to click into it's like hey i love you i really want to tell you these things that are bothering me and or our relationship or what you're doing to others uh, so you don't do that again because it's making people upset and I care about you and I don't want that to happen for you but you you can also be and hey I'm fed up with you fucking me over and I'm fed up with you messing up other people's relationships in your life because you have this crazy thought or idea or you behave in this certain way mm-hmm. like you you can get mad at that that is 100% I believe it's almost the thing that you get so frustrated that you have to talk to them because if, if you don't talk to them and you don't say anything, regardless of how they react, you're, it's going to drive you crazy. Yeah, it's going to drive you insane. And it's because you love them and you want to... And I, I've i been in the situation where I have, I have held someone accountable out of where the root is frustration and not out of love, out of selfish reasons because I'm like, I'm tired of you doing this to me. I'm tired of you behaving this way towards me and I and I got I was just so mad but in reality I was just doing it so I could be around them I didn't I didn't I know it sounds terrible but I didn't care about them in that in that way that uh I would hold them accountable for love I didn't they weren't close to me enough I was just like dude you're being a nuisance and you're annoying me and that's got to stop but that's yeah. a me problem and and that's another thing I think you have to hold your to hold yourself accountable for to realize why you're behaving or think something or you have an opinion on something. Hold yourself accountable to, hey, they're not really doing anything bad towards you. You're just annoyed and maybe you don't click. And the way they love is not the way you receive love. Yep. And you guys don't mesh in that way. But they're not doing anything wrong. So hold yourself accountable. Just take a step back and, hey, it's that's it's not the way I love. And I'm not even close enough, to, so I shouldn't be mad at you. I should be secure in myself knowing that about that part of myself. Like, oh, I'm easily annoyed. Oh, I'm easily frustrated. Or you need to know those critical things to hold yourself accountable. So in those moments, I was at work uh, for two weeks. Um, I had to write these reports. And I've never been this frustrated. I've never been this adamant about not wanting to do something, but having to do it. And mm-hmm. I was depressed for like two weeks because I had to do this. And I knew I was, it was a learning curve. I had It was something I'd never done before. And I had to look at myself and say, hey, this is new. You're easily frustrated. You're easily annoyed. In life, you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Pick yourself up off the floor. And you just get it done. And I know that's... To, that sounds like a blanket statement it's probably what everyone says to themselves, but in reality, like yeah i ha- I had to like click in to be like, "Okay, who are you? what are the- why are you acting this way? Why do you feel this way towards the subject and those things popped up in my head, and i was uh, I was able to check myself like you know, do a quality assurance check and say, "Well, I do struggle with these certain things that is feeding my ego in this situation, and I need to not let it do that. Cause then I ended up getting frustrated with my coworkers coworkers ended up getting frustrated with me. And that yep. frustration led to rifts in our relationship and it had nothing to do with that coworker it had all, everything to do with me. And I sat down with my supervisor and I was letting them know that all this stuff was happening and the way I felt about it and, and kind of let them know the way my head works a little bit and the way, why I'm thinking this way. Uh, and we had a very adult conversation about it, and it w- I, it ended up letting them – like me holding myself accountable and apologizing, saying, hey, I I am slacking. I am not doing enough in this thing to warrant uh, – or I've spent more time doing this, and the progress isn't showing, and I yeah. know that about it because I'm being lazy. I'm being – I just don't want to do it. I'm kind of throwing a kid temper tantrum, honestly. And it's making me upset. And I and, and and they were saying, well, it is, you know, they reassured me the way people hold you accountable. This is a perfect example, because it's I, in, a, in a work scenario. It's kind of easy for your boss to hold you accountable because it, yeah. it's money's on the line. It's your job. So it's like if you're not doing your job. They're going to tell you you're not doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, that's easy to accept because a job is a total different realm of my life. And right. it's a different sector that i can i can compartmentalize like different things and so when i was wasn't doing my job and i wasn't doing it right and i was taking way longer to do it because i was lazy and i didn't want to do it they said that to me they said hey you're not doing what we expected of you you're taking way too long you're doing and it felt like an attack and I, I i even though and i just has stated i was annoyed i didn't do enough i didn't <laughs> i literally he's just regurgitating what i just said yeah. in his way to and he's holding me accountable you didn't do any of this stuff a b and c i i need you to do it i need you to like get through this i need you to or like you know consequences are going to come and not not like i was going to be fired or anything but like no one likes being in trouble no one likes that feeling i had yeah. to like i had to take that initially i had to be like all right i have to shut my mouth or i'm going to say something i don't mean because i feel like i'm being attacked and i don't like that but then i took i took my notes went to my desk and i thought about it for a second i was like he's just holding me accountable for doing what they hired me to do why am i upset about that when i fucked over my own self in completing this thing he's just they say I have certain expectations, and I'm aware of those expectations. So it's not like we're, someone's working in that naive state. I was completely aware of what was needed, what was asked, what was expected, and yep. I still was fucking up. And then I tricked myself multiple times saying, "Oh, well, you can get that done a little bit later." or you, you know you've been working on this for a little while today. You can patch yourself. I was tricking myself. <laughs> in yep. reality, I knew in, that I wasn't doing anything to help myself (laughs) it's like and that i don't know it's like it's a it's a hard pill to swallow especially to yourself and i have that southern pride in me i was that's That's still rampant it's running rampant i have that these little prideful issues and i'm still working through that don't allow me to make the initial connections right off the bat but i'm doing something to kind of help myself realize those things and I don't know, like accountability for yourself seems easy because it's, yeah, you fucked up, man. Like, fix it. It, it, To me, it feels like it's a simple problem. Right. And with others, it's a complex problem. But really, really I've shifted my mind. It's totally reversed. It is so hard to hold yourself accountable, and I think it's actually really easy to hold others accountable. Yeah. Because.
1: I think it's a lot easier. If
0: you did. Yeah. It's like if you did something.
1: Because you're stuck with yourself. (laughs) You're stuck with yourself. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, the only, like, keeping people around you accountable, like you said earlier, they have the right to not be around you anymore. They, you know, if you burn a bridge, you burn a bridge. You never have to see them again if things go sour. Yourself, dude? (laughs) Like, you have to. You can't burn a bridge with yourself. You can't burn a bridge with yourself. No.
0: That's awful. (laughs) It's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying, and I'm in this notion where, you know, accountability, because you feel like you're attacked, it comes off as mean, and you gotta know that the root is love, we've we've stated that, but to hold others accountable, it feels like this... Yeah, well, uh, yeah, of course I'm going to tell you when you fucked up, because it, you're fucking up. It's so easy to recognize the other thing, right? It's like, when they fuck up, you're like, yeah, I was, I, you did, that.
1: You, did uh, that. you fucked
0: up, dude. Like, <laughs> I will, and to hold someone accountable, it, especially so if you know, this in this scenario, you know the person can receive it well. So you just say, hey, you fucked up. And they're like, yeah, I know, man. I I was this way, I was this way, I was this way. Um. And I, in, in the scenario where, like, a lot, but like we were just saying, a lot of people don't hold themselves accountable. So when you say that, it possibly could burn a bridge, but not for you. If you're telling someone that you love how you feel, how their behavior is feeling, and they react in that negative way, um, and they cut you off and they burn that bridge, they just did you a service.
1: They just did they you just a service, did, man.
0: It doesn't feel like it because you're like, well, that person was really close to me. And now I can't even talk to them or I can't even be around them anymore. But they did you a service because if they're not gonna, if they don't trust your opinion and judgment on your behaviors, you don't have to deal with it anymore. Ta- you don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> with it don't don't and like, why did they anymore. come to talk to you in the first place? Exactly, man. And so, <laughs>
1: ooh, you know what's you know what's scary? What's Fucking, scary? Not even scary. You know what's frustrating? The false senses of accountability. When you have your your stupid-ass friends around you that, like, <laughs> t- they <laughs> they tell you all the time. It's like, yeah, man, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. Don't you? Like, I will <laughs> always tell you what you're doing wrong. If I feel like you're being a shithead, I'm going to tell you. And they never do. So you think you're not being a shithead <laughs> because yes. you've been told? That- <laughs> Or because you haven't been told anything, you're like, oh damn, man, I must be doing pretty good for myself because not one bit of criticism has come my way. Not one slap on the wrist <laughs> has come my way. Meanwhile, they're all talking about it <laughs> behind amongst your themselves. Back. Like amongst this themselves. <laughs> this fucking
0: guy, this fucking guy came in here. This what the fuck guy, is he doing?
1: <laughs> for myself, oh, dude, I think it's like it's it's infuriating. Um We've talked before. I think having a little bit of pride is good. Like pride is a terrible fucking thing when you have too much of it, but having oh, yeah. a little bit and having pride in your the way you view yourself. I view mm-hmm. myself as someone who will tell my friends that they're being dumb and tell my friends that they need to cut some shit out. Mm-hmm. And that frustrates the hell out of me because half the time I don't want to do it, man. Like it's just like, but that's who I believe I am. So what am I gonna do? like? Not only am I not Helping my friends out by telling them, Hey, you're being stupid. You know, you need to fix this. But I'm also <laughs> wronging myself by lying to myself, saying that I do this shit for people when I don't, you know, like. And so, half the time, dude, it's like a third of it's love, a third of it's frustration, a third of it is <laughs> like keeping my self image intact.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you're you're holding yourself accountable. I'm holding myself for, accountable. <laughs> you're holding yourself accountable for beli- Yeah, for keeping that standard. That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's awful. it's awful. awful. Yeah, it's because that, and that's another thing about accountability is usually you have to do it in times that you don't you absolutely don't want to. Yeah, that's. I think that's why it's so frustrating. It's like, damn, I did. I have this belief that people. I'm going to tell my friends this. I don't want to. Like that is the. I think that is the clearest. Most, you know, what do you call it? Uh, shed the blame, like we said, to yeah. not want to do being lazy in the sense maybe it's not lazy because I don't, it's not like, oh, I just don't want to do it because I don't want to put in the effort. It's just, it's because you don't want to cause a riff, you don't want to, yeah. like, you bringing it up is gonna do something <laughs> to the emotions and immediately. So it's like, there is a time and place, but also, I think, I mean, what you said though. Like you, you're you don't want to, and you're holding yourself accountable, and that's great. And but it's for something that you believe in, mm-hmm. and I think that's when it hits the most is when you believe something. I believe being the way I view romantic relationships is I'm in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm where one and one person are faithful to each other and they live their life together. And that's that's my way, and that's the way I I want to love. I support all different types of love, but that's the one that works for me. And in the case, like, total hypothetical, if I ended up not being faithful in this relationship and I'd go to you to talk about it, Mm -hmm. and you say, hey that you that's you fucked up like you're you broke that person's trust you messed up and i i have to and 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 i get mad about it i react in a non 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 uh, react in a reactive way and explode then you come in and say hey dude i'm just relaying what i know you believe mm-hmm. uh, you believe yourself that that was wrong you 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 yourself think that uh, know that you shouldn't have done that you yourself know and I'm just upholding you to the things that you personally believe in. Yep. So it's like in that case, if I messed up and you didn't say anything, I would say, "Well, Hooter, you said you were someone who called me out of my bullshit, and you're not doing it. And you yourself believe that. And that's when it hurt. That's when it hits, is because you like, feel like that person knows you, yep. and you're like, oh, okay, well they do know me on a deeper level because they know I believe in that, and now they all- they're just upholding your own beliefs. Yep, and they're not, they're not. Regurgitating like things that they've heard or things that they believe, they're literally just saying, Hey, you believe in this, so you messed up. I, and it's like, it's like if I was to talk to a polyamorous person in a polyamorous relationship in this scenario, they say, Hey, well, I personally believe, you know, in open marriages and like Mm -hmm. we we love this way, but you yourself don't. And so, I have in this case, I'm gonna hold you accountable for the things that you believe in. I, I don't, I don't believe these things myself, so I can't relate to you in a in a way where you the accountability is coming from a heartfelt place of oh i relate to this i care about this yes you messed up and yeah. i'm holding you accountable because that's the wrong thing to do from my my standpoint i'm just doing it from your own standpoint and that's where <laughs> i think that's the that hits the hardest because you you it it puts that check on you you go oh shit i do believe that oh shit i am going against my own beliefs i am, and you can't fight it you it's there's no argument there you're like if you were you gonna fight and say oh i tricked myself what you tricked yourself (laughs) i don't know how you would fight that you you can't it's yours it's like okay i'm gonna let this situation ride out and hopefully it goes away and i don't need to listen to that person and it's like that that person probably just gave you the best advice and or the best hit of accountability that you probably could ask for Yep. And you're not taking it, and that's that's frustrating. But also, you know, if someone like that said that like said something that they were, I'm just upholding what you believe in. I, I don't know. There's no. You're like you're right. I, I do believe that. Like, yep. I can't. Yeah.
1: The way. So, final thought. And I think this is really important. And I say this about other topics as well, but the way that you convey your language and your speech to people while you're doing this shit especially like holding people accountable and like calling them out it it can either go really well or really terribly like i don't think this is this is one of those things where i don't think there is a middle ground you know agreed um in that last example you gave like hey man like i'm respecting what you believe and i'm holding you accountable to what you believe like, that's, I want you to live the best way you can. I remember I had to, I don't know if I've set, t- told this story on the podcast before, but I had to call out a friend of mine, um, like, six months ago or something. He was being a shithead, and he was, <laughs> there are, like, some people that are very moldable, you know, around, and, mm-hmm. like... This kid looks up to us, and I had to, like, hey, man. I pulled him aside because he really pissed me off. One, I cooled off because I didn't want to go into it, you know, (laughs) sword first. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I told him, I was like, hey, man, half an hour, like, I need to talk to you. Like, I need to cool down really quick, but I need to talk to you. And telling him why I was upset with him and why I think he needs to do better and all these things, it was, one, it was allowing them to talk and explain themselves, because half the time, whenever you... <laughs> they've never said these things out loud before, you know? Mm-hmm. Once they get it out in the open, and they actually hear themselves say it, they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're right, I did do some dumb shit. Like, that is kind of fucked. Like, it's almost like their own self-therapy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> talking to people... In a matter of respect, even if you don't agree with them or what they're doing, um, it's like, listen, man, you are who you are and you do what you want to do. I will never get in the way of that. But from my point of view, you know, if it's <laughs> judging by who you say you are, like, I want you to be that person that you think you are, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want you to hold yourself back. I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to be shaping people with the wrong impressions, right? Mm -hmm. And that conversation went so well because it went calm. I I was calm about it. I was able to listen. It's not preaching at somebody over and over. It's like, yeah, you suck, and you did this wrong, and now you're going (laughs) to burn in hell. No, it's not that. (laughs) Don't do that. Fire and brimstone preaching don't work in this situation. No, sir. Not at all. And I think that works pretty well. (laughs) so go in calm go in stern you know hold your ground Mm -hmm. but don't be don't attack you know what i'm saying agreed yeah
0: yeah. no i mean you you held yourself accountable
1: by saying i am frustrated and i am not going
0: to handle this conversation well so give me 30 minutes that's holding yourself accountable right there you just you did yourself a service and you're doing them a service because then you were like okay frustration is out i'm leveled out, let me tell you why that frustrated me so much, and that you came out from, like, you doing that gave room for the respect to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just, if you immediately, and sometimes the issues do require the immediate the immediate pop-off, yeah. But, so, like, most of the time, it's, that person's acting in a way that's not really affecting a lot of the situations. Maybe it's more affecting, maybe, maybe just you, and if it's frustrating, I mean, that's, that's literally what I was, I mean, I've been preaching, it's so hard to do, but you took the, you took the 30, 30 minutes to say, I know myself, I'm really hot-headed, I'm not going to be able to do this respectfully the way I want to, give me some time, and then I'll do it. And then you still did it, and you had a great conversation, and hopefully it ended it for the better. And that's, oh, it did, yeah, it's been great. I mean, that's what <laughs> yeah. The whole time, I'm just like, your end story was the whole time I'm like preaching, that's exactly what like, these scenarios should entail and that's an ideal situation that went really well and that's the that's the textbook uh situation for that to, how that should happen for me and how it should happen for others but i mean every, every situation is different but that's i mean i don't know that's that's loving someone that's respecting someone and all you did was just consider your own self about it yep i just kind of blows my mind that it it dwindles, it dwindles down to be that simple and that specific. I think I most don't. things
1: in life are pretty fucking simple, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Uh, same thing with uh, asking yourself why. I got to a conclusion that was pretty basic. Yeah. Oh, I'm insecure about it. Oh, I, and I don't like the attention she receives. Yeah. Oh, I'm in, oh, insecure. Like, Dude, one I word, think... sum up the whole thing.
1: I think of myself so complex, and you know, like the inner mechanisms of my mind are an enigma. Like all this bullshit. Like, <laughs> but no, it's like once you boil it down, it's just like, oh, that's it. But you don't want to believe that that's it because it's too simple. You're like, no, there has to be more. I have to keep going. Don't. No. We think of ourselves as simple, to bitch. Yeah. <laughs> simple. I don't want to be
0: simple. It's got to be more That to is it. so true. <laughs> but the, well, half the time it's <laughs> not, man. <laughs> no, no, it never. It. I, I fully believe that problems are never as big as they seem. I think, like at least for the most part, there's exceptions to the rule, just like everything. Yeah. But yeah, generally, it's yeah, it's you can sum it up pretty easily. You can get to the point pretty
1: easily. <laughs> Fucking man. What a time. What a time to be alive. What a time.
0: What a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive.
1: <laughs> all right, everybody. Well,
0: thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Go fight with your friends after this. <laughs> I would love to- <laughs> uh, We would love to hear about all this. <laughs> Cause some rifts, burn some bridges and then who hold yourself them. accountable later. Yeah. Dude, who needs yeah. Who <laughs> needs them? Who needs, who them? needs them? We got boats. We can Fuck yeah. float across. <laughs> but if you, uh, yeah, if you guys love this show, you can follow our Instagram at almost cool pod. You can follow uh, me and Hooter at. Uh, Creation underscore of Martin. You can follow that man over there at Jordan Hooter underscore. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, topics you want us to talk about, or just want to say, hey, write into our email at almostcoolpod at gmail.com. And we will be back next week for more
1: juicy Juicy topics. 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 Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Topics.